0: Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Last week was a good week. On Tuesday, we finished up the hand harvest. This was done by a lot of help from our CropTech customers. We had a great batch of men, women, and young boys to pull this feed off safely. A huge plus for this effort was some of our customers brought in multiple people and family members from their operation that worked together every day on the farm. This allowed us to put teams together that could work side by side on some of the jobs. Faith Farms in Iowa called the family members in and the in-laws to do a set of 900 ears or more than 900 ears right there on their farm, big thanks to Darrell Steele and his family. Here locally, Gingrich Farms brought in enough people to run a complete line, husking, counting, shelling, weighing the whole process. The Barth family brought in enough people to man a counting table and one sheller. The Bear Boys manned a sheller as well. With these groups, we were able to spread the rest of the crew out and keep everyone safe. By 1.30, we'd shelled and weighed over 5,000 years. The crew here is right now in the process of putting together the 2020 yearbook. Hopefully we'll have that done soon. I gotta admit, This is a big weight lifted. Every time I walk by those racks full of ears, I'd get a knot in my stomach, wondering how we would capture all this information in the year of COVID. Matt, Isaac, and I use that yearbook every day as we work through the Yield Map meetings with you guys. We know how valuable this information is and the possibility of losing a year's worth of data was nerve wracking. I am truly thankful for all who participated in these plots, from planting to harvesting to the hand harvesting. Big thanks to the crop tech crew, especially Jared who prepared and ramrodded the the day and Katie who kept us on track uh, on the day of. It was fun watching the young lads spin the sheller using both hands and giving it all they had. I told them many young boys play little league ball hoping to make it to the majors but very few ever do. But I bet even fewer young boys have ever shelled corn using a hand sheller. Now most of our shellers are rust-colored, but one is painted green and one is painted red. It was fun to hear these young lads trash-talking about which color was the best. Like father, (laughs) like son. So everyone involved, thank you, thank you, thank you. The second great thing about last week most of our customers received from an inch and a half to two and a half inches of rain. Not all, but a lot of it came slow enough that we were able to get it in the ground. While this doesn't square us up, it's definitely a move in the right direction. The third great thing about last week is I got to travel to Iowa and do two in-person meetings. It was so nice to hear farmers ask questions again out loud, not having to type it into the chat. I got a lot of good questions from both groups. I think most of them were tired of being locked down for so long they wanted to talk to somebody. A lot of questions about what lies ahead with all the down corn that they couldn't harvest this year after the derecho. And should they start changing their plans considering how dry most of Iowa is? One question asked, if 2021 is going to be a dry year, Should we put all of our nitrogen on up front and not risk being dry at side dress time where the nitrogen could get caught at the surface and not get down into the root system? First of all, we never plan for a drought, but we always use steps to mitigate risk when we can. Drought mitigation is in hybrid selection and managing plant densities for our light soils. Trying also to farm without soil layers that roots or water get trapped on. When it comes to nitrogen management, we implement the four R's to mitigate both wet and dry year risk. If your current plan with nitrogen is not your limiting factor, then changing your plan to make it more efficient will not change yield. You may be able to lower your rate And keep the same yield and this would improve your ROI and of course improve your environmental footprint but putting all your nitrogen up front does not allow for much mitigation of risk the further out in front you go the more risk of loss fall applied is usually at more risk than the spring applied but at the same time I see many times where growers decide to move most of their upfront nitrogen to late side dress and due to weather conditions get there too late and lose yield. Early nitrogen availability is important when the plant is setting up its ear size. While it doesn't take a lot of nitrogen, to do this it needs to be available for the small plant to find. In that rapid growth stage from V8 to tasseling, plants are taking up 7 to 10 pounds of N per day. This one, a large amount of nitrogen is needed to be available. The amount is as important here as a placement. Even a soil with the ability to, ability to mineralize high amounts of nitrogen will not be able to keep up Or be able to mineralize enough on a per day basis to meet the crop needs in that rapid growth if you see a noticeable jump in your corn visually when you side dress it it's telling you you didn't have enough on up front again our goal is to never have a bad day from tasseling to black layer most hybrids need about 120 pounds of ant while this is a substantial amount only about two pounds a day. Soils with high ISNTs can meet this demand and usually don't need a lot of help. Then we must plug in the risk of loss. This is usually related to how much rain and what your soil's holding capacity is. Paying attention to your weekly rain events per farm is a good indicator to what might be happening to your nitrogen. If you applied all your nitrogen up front, and we get a wet spell when most of it is in the nitrate form, losses can be high. The problem is the nitrogen you lose in this case is usually the nitrogen you need for good grain fill. It's common when growers put all their nitrogen on up front that they run out in mid-August and lose depth of kernel. If no one is watching and no one checks soil nitrates, this loss may go unnoticed. And be blamed on hybrid or dry weather i like to see our clients put about two thirds of their nitrogen on early and then side dress the remaining one third the part that we need for depth of fill now if we're doing that with ground equipment if you're doing that with fertigation you can break it up even more this way we have enough nitrogen to set the corn all the way to tassel and it takes the pressure off your timing of your side dress pass Being able to recess in the middle of the growing season is a big plus. At this time, we can evaluate corn stands and make some yield projections as well as assess past weather and current soil nitrates to take inventory on how much the applied nitrogen we can account for. This past year in general was a pretty nitrogen-friendly year for the most of CropTech's customers. And we can say this based on all the nitrate testing that we do if we were bumping rates it was usually due to higher yield goals or realigning changes that were made in the pre-plan applications with that said due to some heavy pop-up showers in areas we had some fields that did come up short the past few weeks we've seen some of those fields coming through in our yield map meetings one that i remember when it came through at side dressing time, the amount of nitrogen missing was alarming. We had to bump side dress rates between 60 and 90 pounds. Talking with the grower, they expressed that they were not surprised. The farm received a lot of water from the time the preplant was applied to the time they pulled the nitrate samples ahead of wide dropping As we went through their yield maps, this field had a distinct line across with big swings in yields. Trying to get a handle on what caused it, they told me that the lower yielding part was where they used a flat rate of N at the normal rate without bumping it. The higher yielding was where they bumped the recommended BRT rate. The ROI to the added nitrogen was way beyond the nitrogen cost. These growers called it right. By paying attention to the weather and double checking soil nitrates, before they made their dress past. Most of their other fields didn't need to be bumped because they had less rain, even though they're only a few miles away. Some growers will say, I, I don't have time to dress in. I always put it all on up front, and I've never had any trouble. This could be true. If you do not have any loss, are you over-apply enough to make up for those losses? This is especially true if you never do anything to check if the nitrogen rate is your limiting factor. Many farmers believe corn needs to turn yellow before nitrogen deficiencies limit yield. (laughs) While corn turning yellow is usually a big smack in yield, you can have a 20 bushel loss in yield from nitrogen and not be able to see it from the pickup. When we are dealing with nutrients that affect yield, nitrogen is the big dog and when you run out yields will drop missing in P and K will change the soil test values missing in nitrogen will change the yields set up a 4-hour program for your nitrogen I know one-and-done deal is easier but it's not always better we have set the date for the crop tech's summer field day It'll be July 21st with a live in-person day, and a virtual field day will be December 15th. We have also set the date for the Farm Journal Corn-Soybean College. It will be a live in-person college on August 3rd and 4th. It too will be followed up with a virtual corn-soybean college on January 4th. Anyone who purchases a ticket for the live event will also be registered for the virtual event. One of the feedbacks we got from last year's virtual event was to move it to the winter when things are less hectic on the form. There will be limited attendance to the live events as we work inside our local restraints to follow the COVID protocol. The virtual event will not have any attendance limitations. This is just a save-the-date notice right now, as we get more information from local authorities. We'll have a handle on prices and attendance limitations when we open registration. Soil testing crews are out pulling soil samples, so do not forget to get your orders in before field work gets started. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.